Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to Joko Community Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to uh, a new year and a new edition, finally, of Reach Across Johnson County. Um, not that it's not that it's a bad thing to be able to, to watch uh, reruns uh, or to listen to replays on the radio, um, but it's been it's been a challenging few months uh, for some of the team. So yes. I'm so glad to have yes, uh, everybody you. back at the table. Carrie Wiggins to uh, my right, Shari Phillips across from me, and I'm Tiffany Carlin, of course. Uh, again. Welcome to Reach Across Johnson County. We're so glad uh, to be here. And I'm going to let Carrie take it over and introduce our wonderful guest uh, today. Thank you, Tiffany. And I'm so glad to be back. But I would love to introduce our guest. Her name is Julie Poole. She's a former pharmaceutical representative for Eli Lilly and turned to a stay-at-home mom and now a 15-year local business owner with husband Dr. Jeff Poole of Joshua Chiropractic. She's a wife, a mom, and a volunteer to the Joshua community. She is very active in our community and with her church and youth group. So we are glad to have Julie with us today to cover some much-needed discussion. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me today and inviting me on the show. I'm excited to be here. This is a fabulous studio, so this should should be fun. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're super excited that she's actually in person. We don't get our in-person guests very often. It's been been a while. It's been a little while. I feel special. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, definitely so. And some of the topics that we're going to talk about today, we're going to talk about shack. We're going to talk about involvement in the community, why it's important. Um, we're also going to talk about, you know, some different stuff that's going on in the, the Johnson County area, but also with Je- with uh, Joshua. So and just an opportunity to volunteer and also what our youth is going through. And so we're kind of just going to have a, a good conversation and kind of mix it all up a little bit since Absolutely. it is our first one of the, the new year. So, um, what would you like to start with? We, you know, we shack. I mean, shack's a good one because people are. I feel like if if my friends were tuning in, they would probably say, "What is shack?" <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. yes. What is she talking about? Why is she saying shack? And they'd probably that's probably not even what they would associate me with. My my good friends uh, would probably be more like, well, "I thought you just worked at like the concession stand and stuff for at football games and <laughs> basketball games and stuff." <laughs> Uh, but shack is actually kind of one of those things that most people wouldn't even know is happening. Most parents aren't aware that it's happening um, at all. But it's such it, and it kind of brings me back to to the time, like you're saying these 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 unique times that we're in right now, because shack is really communication. That's really what it is. Because that uh, these schools are closed. You know, the doors mm-hmm. closed. The parents don't necessarily feel welcome in in these schools right now understandably so um because it's just the way that it has to be but if you really even go back you know way before covid times it's it has 
been a little like that. Parents, um, either they're involved or they have no clue how to be involved and they don't feel like being in the school is something that they can do. So Shack is an example of um, partnership between administration, teachers, and parents. And okay. you think that those conversations like aren't taking place. And, and, they, and they might not be on a regular basis, but in committees like Shack, and if they're operating properly and districts are, are doing them, it really is really valuable. And I don't think I had any idea how valuable it was until I became a part of it. So that um, that that's kind of a little background on it. But basically what, it, what Shack is, is uh, you get asked by an administrator. So I recommended now that I've been on it multiple years, I've recommended friends, you know, um, to be on it or people in the community to be on it. And then, um, so it's five members of the community that are on it that are actual parents of students. And then the rest of them are administrators, um, and heads of departments for physical health, for nutrition. Um, the reach program is, is part of that. So we all are sitting in one big room every single quarter and we're all having communication and dialogue about what is going on in these particular programs, which you might think, Oh, PE, what, what do I really need to know about the PE department? Or what do I really need to know about the cafeteria or things right. like that? But then if you ever were on Facebook, <laughs> you would see that a lot of gripes come from, you know, uh, Parents not understanding certain things. Yes, and, exactly. Not well, not knowing where to get the information. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things I was just going to comment, because I, I was waiting to see if either one of you stepped in and said it, but, you know, we're still talking Shack. So most people that may not know what Shack actually is, it's a school health advisory council. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you said, a lot of school districts have it. And, you know, on some of the boards that I actually sit on, you know, community involvement is huge because a lot of times in the Shack meetings, uh, a lot of things go through the shack committees before they even go to school board members. Yes. Absolutely. And so, and that's one of the reasons it's real important. And a lot of things are presented to your shack, uh, you know, coalitions and things like that, uh, as ideas and things like that before it ever, ever gets to your school board members. Yes, exactly. We had an example of that, uh, that I thought was kind of cool with, um, we had an example with that with, uh, I'll bring up the topic, but it was vaping. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that was one of those areas where we spent probably, oh, goodness, three or four meetings, just extensively meeting after meeting, talking about how critical we thought it was that this become part of curriculum, which we knew we we knew it was on the high school level that they were talking about it. And at the middle school level, but we were like, what about elementary you know, I oh, mean, yeah. because, you know, and that's, again, you have these parents that are representing those age groups that are saying, you know, and I was, I'm sitting there showing my age and going, you know, it's like, you know, the D.A.R.E. program and things like that, you right. know, way back when, when it was like, you know, <laughs> exactly. the, the child would come home and say, you can't smoke, you can't drink, you can't right. do, yeah. it's drugs, it's drugs and stuff like that. But how effective, you know, I mean, so we were like, why are we not doing it even at the elementary level just because vaping is rampant, you know, and I mean, the vaping, right. I wouldn't even probably recognize, and you know, in some areas, there could be kids probably doing it in front of me, and I wouldn't even know. So there's, you know, That's so great. much that we all need to learn. But that, but we passed that, you know, that uh, came out of our committee, went to the school board, and then uh, was approved, and they actually added that. So that was. That was a win, you know, coming out of Shack, uh, the Shack committee. So that's, that's a, awesome. That's a great win because that's something that we have seen, especially in the post-COVID era, mm-hmm. or the era that we're in now, is we're seeing a lot of kids turn to vaping and mm-hmm. alcohol 
as stress relievers. So Mm -hmm. it is very important because you've got an elementary school who may have a junior high brother or sister or a high school brother or sister, and they're seeing them do it. So, oh. Well, look at how many kids report that that are in middle schools and junior highs that actually vape. It's it's startling at times the number of kids that that say they've at least tried it or they know somebody that that Mm -hmm. uses. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, it's so interesting because I I didn't know it was called Shaq. But when you started to talk about it, and actually I've already shared, if you're watching on Facebook, I shared a link uh, to the Texas.gov uh, webpage for School Health Advisory Council so you too can learn exactly what it is. Um, but one of my counterparts here at uh, Joko Community Radio who offices here, she's actually on the she's on the committee. for She's one of the parents that's on it. And so I just texted her. I was like, is it Shaq that you're on? Is that what you're on? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like okay, this totally makes sense to me now. So, you know, you put it all together because parents need to talk so we understand what exactly it is, you know, that you can be a part of um, and how we can help, whether it's on the REACH Coalition or SHAC. And, uh, and and share that information with other parents. Hey, did you know the school districts were doing this? Mm-hmm. Do you know that we're, we're helping, we're doing something? So it's, it's all important. It yeah. is. And policy comes out of a lot of the SHAC meetings mm-hmm. and everything. And so it, it is real important. And it's important that, that parents be involved. I know like in the elementary grade levels, most, most parents get involved either in individual classrooms or through, you know, PTOs, PTOs and, and things yeah. like that. But it it's extremely important, I think, you know, as your kids get older to to get the big picture of what's going on in your school district and things like that. And then I think a lot of that, you know, you can garner through your, your SHAC committees. Absolutely. And I think that, too. I think that once we get to certain ages where we don't have the PTOs anymore mm-hmm. and we don't have so much of the classroom, you know, participation that mm-hmm. we've always done, you know, being a room mom or something right. like that. Right. Yeah. Julie and I worked together many years on on Plum P- Creek PTO. PTO yes, and you know, then you get into junior high and it's like you feel what disconnected. Can I do? Uh-huh. You, you know? don't have that connection. And this is yeah. the time that you need to be most connected. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then of course high school, you're you're really you've got Forget different it. clubs. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, still trying to communicate with the classrooms and with your kids and that kind of thing. So I, I do think this is a very important. And know, like you said, you just thing. you attack it kind of from a different approach here right. because you're not, you know, you know, if we're not in the halls and things like that to where we're like, you know, seeing things or going to lunch with our kids. You know, right. high schoolers don't really like that. Uh, so, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so but this is that. a good opportunity for parents to be with other parents yes. and it gives them the opportunity to to discuss um things that may be going on, you know, mm-hmm. concerns that you may have. If Do other parents see this? You know, what are their thoughts and, and things like that. So I think that's why it's real important at, at that point because, you know, our kids, you know, at some point want to become independent, but at the same time as parents, we need to be there to protect our, our youth. And I might, uh, people might disagree with this or whatever, but what I, what I got out of this, let's take the nutrition department, the cafeteria. Mm-hmm my kids took their lunch for forever. Why? Because they hated the food. Mm-hmm. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. So that's all I hear from the parent perspective on this side. I hate it. I hate it. Right. Well, then I get into this committee and I really, you know, there's so many guidelines that mm-hmm. they have to follow right. from the state on the nutrition. Right. And I knew that, but not really, you know, I mean, I knew that they were doing what they were supposed to do. I mean, it's intense. It's, it's intense. a lot that yes. they are having to do. And then you look 
and you get to sit and talk to, you know, your, the head of your cafeteria uh, department for the entire district, food and nutrition. And she's sitting there telling you all of these programs that she's doing and these things that she's doing for the elementary campuses to get them to eat vegetables. Now, a lot of this did go out the window with COVID because right, they, right. they had to change mm-hmm. menus and stuff. But before that, they were doing all kinds of stuff to introduce and creative ways to introduce right. kids to vegetables that some of these kids might not be ever eating. I mean, ever. Right. If it wasn't coming out of a can or, you know, baked or fried, you know, baked or fried or whatever, then they weren't eating it. So I kind of got that side of it. And then they'd go over menus and we'd talk more specifics. And then I'd go home and I'd be like, all right, let's let's talk about lunch. So why is it you're not eating at lunch? Well, it was really more of a time thing. Mm -hmm, I don't have time. I can't do this. I can't do that. And then I'd kind of go back to another meeting and I'd have my insight. And so the dialogue would open up to where we're communicating. Here's where the students are. And then they're going... Okay, so I guess we do. If we did pizza in both these lines, then that might help free up and they would have more time, you know, blah, blah, blah. And and then I'd go back to the kids. Hey, have you tried this or whatever? So now (laughs) here we are all these years later and my last kid, because I've already got one in college and then so we didn't do too good with him on cafeteria. But (laughs) but the second one's doing a little better. The third one is doing great. And then all the meals have been free and she's like my saver child and right. she's like it's free like this is pretty good food and it's free <laughs> and, and I'm like okay it's not always going to be like that but okay um, and so she's eating it now but it was just like you know that dialogue opened up a lot to where right. if I see someone comment something on Facebook a complaint of you know there was no food or there was this and not to say those things don't happen and and, and it can but you're much less likely when you actually know and, and the right hand's been talking to the left hand right. to jump all over and to go, they're just starving everyone there, you know, and it, it really isn't like that. People really are. They really are working really hard to do things and they really are taking our feedback. Even for Halloween, they had a, like they made all this food and then did it like where it was like creepy crawler stuff and trying to get them to taste oh, everything. That's, that's super, that, that's a great cool. idea. You have to yeah. make it fun. Yeah. You yeah. have to make the food flavorful. I mean, we've yes. got the same complaints here in, in Burleson. Uh-huh. Um, I, I'm, I'm now that I really understand that Shaq gets involved with some of the with the food health side of it Mm -hmm. I'm going to reach out to people that I know now that are there because you know as a parent and I'm on my third who's in elementary okay and his he's got he's got some valid complaints yeah you know I mean truly Mm -hmm. nachos is it is it on the is it in the three food groups as a meal Mm -hmm. you know and and if you're going to do that um, for picky eaters you know separate the stuff out so that they can pick and choose Mm -hmm. what they really want because you know, they, he won't eat that milk. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And fake cheese. Right, right. Uh, so there, it's just interesting to hear those types of things and to see what he will eat and what he won't. Mm-hmm. My other two, same, I mean, same issue. No. Yeah. I, it was take lunch all the time or come drop me lunch. Come bring me lunch. Yeah. Uh-huh. Can Your I have Jimmy John's? Can I have yes. this? Can I have that? Right. Sure you can, but you can't have soda. Why can't I have soda? Because you can't. Okay. Get a chocolate and milk. <laughs> I, it's just it's just a constant. So it's great to know that the parents get a voice in that. Yes. And But finding out where to put, where is the best place to put that voice for health initiatives for your children in school? That's powerful. Yes. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I, I like that. We're going to keep, we just need to keep, we got to keep repeating that part of it for sure. Yes. You know, I think we get, we get mad at politics and everything these days. And you know, there are these conversations that are taking place, but it just needs to be on a more consistent basis. I, I think even with COVID and everything with COVID treatment, if mm-hmm. we, if there were just, if there were better communication, just. I'm just a communication person. So, but yeah, better but communication, it really does help. I mean, it really, yeah. really can. It can solve problems. Well, the key to education is communication. Correct. Yes. And Absolutely. you're totally Amen. right. That is definitely, I think, what's been lacking or inconsistent this past year. Yes. And hopefully, hopefully, we're figuring those things out and making it better. Uh, I mean, and this is definitely one of the ways to do it. I mean, yes. I, I, yes. I, I hope that in this past year, we've definitely done some major educating I, I, I and that we so continue too. to do it. Has it been a year for Reach yet here? Well, in July. In July. In July. Gosh, it feels like a year already. That's crazy. Yeah. But I think because we've covered so many different topics and, and that's the thing about with Reach is we like to bring so much information to the table and to communicate that out to get people involved. Whether it is in your local shack, whether it is in the REACH coalition, Mm -hmm. whether, you know, however it may be, it's important. It's important because this is a difficult time, especially for our youth, for our young ones and and our young adults, even into our college age kids. Oh, absolutely. You know, their world's been turned upside down Mm -hmm. and they're looking to us adults to guide them and figure it out. And so that's why I think it's very important to have such a variety of of conversations and different committees and those sorts of mm-hmm. things so that we can provide those. And, l- and letting everybody have a voice at the table. And right. that's because what, what may be important to one, one person may not be as important as maybe something else. And so having different work groups or different things where you have a passion and, you know, with the reach, you know, the, the health and safety of our community and families is so important to us mm-hmm. that uh, that's what we strive to, to help make, make a difference. Absolutely. So that it's very interesting about Shaq because I've just started being involved in the meetings and learning what exactly it is. And I do agree with Julie that, you know, these conversations are being held and parents need to reach out. Yes. You know, they need to see what's going on because the agendas are posted. Mm-hmm. What you talk about is posted. There's a request sheet if you have an issue. Mm-hmm. So there's lots of ways to to get involved with Shack to vote or you know with our mm-hmm. our community and our schools to address problems that like you said the kids come home and say well I don't like lunch well it turns out to well I spend 15 minutes in line and I have 15 minutes to eat yeah. and these kids and not probably, have time to talk to the free right, right? <laughs> the social and, aspect and, yeah. and sometimes kids can't eat that fast yeah I mean my daughter. If she had 45 minutes, she couldn't eat all her food because she just doesn't eat that fast. Now, my son, on the other hand, can 15 minutes, he's done. He's like, hey, whatever, I'm good. But, I mean, just looking at different things like that that's a an important thing too and you just don't even realize that those that those things are happening at some of the elementary kids um 
they had the high schoolers. They had the and this was all through this committee. Uh, they had high school ambassadors. So the uh, the high schoolers would come over and eat with the elementary kids. Oh, I love oh, that. Mm-hmm. And I I mean that's really cool, you know. And yeah. especially the ones that you know p- teachers would identify, you know, who's kind of like you're saying, taking a little bit longer to eat and kind of needs a little bit more structure, gets a little frazzled in the line, you know, things like Mm -hmm. that of learning all of it. And so they brought the high schoolers over to do that. Well, what a win-win, you know, for both. I mean, that's so good for the high schoolers to be in that role and to have that role. And then so good for, and again, you can't do that with COVID. (laughs) You know, and I know that's sad to me because, you know, involving your upperclassmen, you know, even your middle school and your high school, in with your elementary is such a great way to pass on information. It is. Mm-hmm. You know, kids aren't hearing it just for mom and dad mm-hmm. or grandma or aunt and uncle. You know, they're actually seeing it and they're hearing it from upperclassmen or exactly their peers. Their yeah. peers, so to speak. Kids that, that, well, you've been through fourth grade before. Well, yeah, you know, I've been four years ago, but I've still been through it. So, so it's important, I think for that program to pick up as soon as we can Mm -hmm. because, you know, they do look very forward to that. I mean, little kids, they see cheerleaders, football players, band members, debate teams. They all come in and they're just like, oh, wow, I can do that. And so now we're trying to figure out, especially, you know, with the coalition and with the shack and everything, how do we incorporate encouraging our children again? How do Mm -hmm. we incorporate, you know, getting back to at least a new social norm until, you know, goodness knows what happens at that right. point. But, you know, trying to find that new social norm. I think it's like, a, you know how they used to, or they still do, I think, a, like career day and on the elementary level. I think with the way kind of how you and I were just discussing our former lives of our jobs that we had and how the atmosphere has changed so much. Mm-hmm. I mean, you almost... It, to encourage high schoolers at this point, because that the youth is such a, you know, an area that I'm, I'm concerned about, especially during COVID times. But I, I almost think you almost need to bring back like a career day for oh, to say like, OK, this is kind of yeah. how things were. This is how we're evolving. But here's still opportunity, because Definitely. I think that our youth right now is kind of uh, I suspect just by some of the, you know, behaviors and things that I've seen and heard and in t- talking with other parents that and especially with my I know we call it college kids right now are very concerned of just what does the landscape look like for right. their futures. And so I think that that's where we as adults, have, we're going to have to really grab on to this generation to make sure right. that they get that, hey, there's still a lot of opportunity. We, have, we, we have to get the parents to to rein it in. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we're so vocal about the some of the political aspects and the health aspects that we're passionate about, yes. no matter what side you're on. And so when you get that vocal about it in front of your kids, you're influencing them, but you're also you also could also be in, instilling fear in them about the future. Absolutely. Uh, and, and I mean, I don't want to get into faith and, and everything else, but because there's so many aspects of it yes. that are coming at the kids right. and, and it really is, it can, it can be terrifying. Um, you know, Maximus who's 10 has had several fears about, I don't want you to get COVID. What if you get it and you die? Mm-hmm. You know, because we've had a friend, uh, a friend whose parent passed away and happened to be a mutual friend of ours mm-hmm. that sticks with your kids. Right. And I don't think 
many parents are really focused on that right now, how it's affecting our children's mental and emotional health. And so on this day, being Wellness Wednesday is what we call this here at JOCO, which is what I love that reaches a part of Wellness Wednesday. Yeah. This is so. This was our theme for this morning was talking about mental health mm-hmm. and uh, and and what we what we can do. We were focusing on the adult side or just people in general, but this we've got to focus that too on our children yes. and and think about everything that's coming out of our mouths at home. Mm-hmm. They're absorbing every bit of it. Absolutely. You know, maybe not the teens so much because, you know, the headphones in or they're locked in their bedrooms. <laughs> but those conversations are still happening and they're happening between with their peers. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. They're talking about it. They're talking about politics. They're talking about COVID. They're so talking much. about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A big know, time. Yeah. And how quickly what what we're teaching and trying to instill in our kids are being it's they're getting something different in their ears Absolutely. from their friends. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, how do we, how do we manage all of that too? I mean, there's, there's so much there. Well, and not only that, I mean, the kids, um, you know, having access to, to, you know, Mm -hmm. technology nowadays, you know, some of the the things that it's, it can be frightening. It's frightening for adults at times. And uh, so just having, being able to cope and being able to help your, your kids be able to cope with everything. And like you said, rein things in a little bit and, you know, let them know that we are going to get through this. There, there is a lot at the end of the tunnel. It's not always going to be this way. Uh, But you, you look back, you know, over the centuries, things that, that have happened, you know, they thought that was things were drastic and were horrible, right. but they made it through. You've learned a lesson from it and you've, you've moved on. And so I think it's going to be an, you know, ever evolving deal. It's just going to be the way that we react to it and how we prepare our kids. Yeah. And, and what we absorb too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, you have, there's so much out there right now and everybody has an opinion. And so I think we have to be careful of opinions and yes. uh, it, of other people's opinions. Yes. It's okay. Look for the facts, do the research on your own and uh, be mindful of what's going on. This is real. Yes. COVID is real. People are getting very ill from it and people are dying from it. Yeah. Absolutely. This is a fact this of life a, too for yes. our children. People do do die. Yes. You know, it's someday right. mom and dad won't be here either. Right. You know, hopefully very long, long time, time right. from now. Yeah. Uh, but there's opportunity in it too yes. to have some some good conversations. Absolutely. And life conversations. My daughter texted me from uh, the cafeteria. She'll really appreciate me telling her y'all this. But uh, and she's like, okay, they're all saying it's the end of the world. Is it? Like, oh, did, yes. did you hear that? Is it going to be oh, today? Yeah. Is it today? Or is it tomorrow? <laughs> like, what, what, you know, and, but it did bring up a really great conversation. And I, it goes back again, like you said, we haven't lived through. I mean, mm-hmm. our grandparents right. lived through right. you know, the, the, the depression. We're just World shy. War I. Yeah, I mean, we've had it pretty good. The Civil and, War. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. And so we haven't had that, and now to have this, we, there has to be some accountability. We have we've had some pretty nice cushy lives uh, from a mm-hmm. hardship yes. standpoint, and uh, absolutely. And so it's that kind of that time too. To um, I've got to be accountable because I know that I need to unplug, right. and if I'm not doing it, then how am I, can I ask them to be doing it? So, I mean, they're having these conversations all the time. So I, I have to, and I, I swear I do wake up every day and say, it's going to be today. It's going to be today. But we're so tied to this electronic world, yes, you know, so, right. but it all was operating just fine before all that started. So right. I know I, I need to put some accountability on myself uh, to do that. It, it's difficult. It's it difficult. I mean, I, for one, have a great challenge with it because this is where this I, is your world. This is where I do <laughs> yes, this. Yes. I'm, I'm locked uh, business-wise into the digital world. Right. 
it's about balance though and being able to say just keep scrolling uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Just keep scrolling. <laughs> yes. Don't get caught. And it's difficult. I mean, it, it, it is, is difficult. greatly difficult, but I Absolutely. have to remember I don't need to share my opinions. I can just I know. You can, I can just you scroll can I'm in my head. And, yes. <laughs> yes, and I'm just, you know, just thinking about it in a happy way. And and we've been talking about this on the morning show for the past couple of days. And just keep scrolling. Just yes. keep scrolling because it will make no. you feel so much better. Uh, you know, not everybody needs to hear what you have to say. No. It's totally okay. To not share your no. opinion with the world. No. It's right. totally all but right. But the kids Absolutely. do. You know, yes, that's where yeah. that's where the time needs to be better spent. So yeah. Well, and you know, and I try to have those conversations too. It's 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 that there's like that double edged sword. Like you don't want to tell your kids don't too believe much. Yeah. Don't believe everything on the internet. Right. Yeah. Oh yes, you want to believe but that. Drugs <laughs> are dangerous. <laughs> yes. That's true. And so drugs are bad, but it's that double edged you know, sword. Yes. You know, yes. teaching them balance. Yes. But uh, we're gonna go to commercial here and we'll be back in just a couple of minutes uh, with our wonderful guest Julie Poole. Do not leave. We are talking about some very important information here on the on reach across Johnson County. Stay with us. Why have thousands of aspiring authors teamed up with Christian Faith Publishing to publish their book? Because Christian Faith Publishing is an author-friendly publisher who understands that your labor is more than just a book. We provide authors freedom and flexibility throughout the publishing process, professional book editing, award-winning design, and some of the highest royalty structures in the publishing industry. And as always, you will retain 100% of the rights to your book. I was looking to find a company that I could trust, one that assisted in the editing process completely. The most important qualities that I was looking for was a publisher who is honest and upfront. No hidden costs or fees and owning the rights to my own work. Christian Faith Publishing will publish, market, and sell your books in all major bookstores, online booksellers, as well as specialty Christian bookstores. Call for your free author submission kit. 800-978-4812 That's 800-978-4812 with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Out of date carpet giving you the blues? Tired of your old dingy and broken tile? Let my friends at the floor store in Cleveland, Texas give your home the makeover it deserves. This is old Taco Joe coming to you for the floor store. Whether it's carpet, tile, wood flooring, or real wood laminate, the floor store can cover all of your flooring needs. Located at 405 West Henderson Street in Cleveland, Texas, owner Brent Harris can help. Shower tile, tub surrounds, even backsplashes. Give him a call today at 817-641-9444. The Floor Store, they've got you covered. When you're hungry for tender brisket or some delicious homemade cobbler, then look no further than Leach Brothers Barbecue, located at 1106 East Henderson, Cleveland, Texas. Leach Brothers has been family-owned and operated since 1950. Take it from me, Taco Joe Orwinski. Todd and his family have been filling my belly breakfast, lunch, and dinner for a long time. Heck, I even have my own booth. Open Monday through Saturday, 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. Come see them for dine-in, carry-out, and all your catering needs. You're listening to Joko Community Radio. 
All right, welcome back to the second half of Reach Across Johnson County here on Joko Community Radio, where we are live 365 on the TuneIn Radio Network. You can simply go to tuneinjoko.com, and it will take you right from there. You can either download uh, the app for free on any one of your devices, or you can simply scroll down a little bit, and you can listen live right there on our station dial. Um, when we are not airing talk shows, we have a Texas artist uh, – and a lot of local Johnson County artists that, that are spinning all throughout the day. So don't turn us off after one of these shows turns off. Uh, you you want to just keep listening. That's what we want. Just let it play in the background um, while you're driving or cooking or whatever it is you're doing. We are also streaming simultaneously on Spreaker.com with select shows streaming to Facebook, such as this one. All of our shows can also be found on any of your favorite podcast platforms. You can check out our lineup on our Facebook event calendar or on our website. It's all being updated right now for 2021 as we add some new shows we're so excited about. So again, thanks for tuning in. This episode of more brought to you by Next Level Claims, making your insurance work for you. Go to facebook.com forward slash next level claims. Reach out to a local Texas representative, Nona Collins Reed, and have someone ready to advocate for you and fight in your corner before the storm hits your commercial property. Make sure your insurance company pays you what you deserve to be paid on that damage. I'm just going to give you a quick background on REACH as well. REACH's mission is to support safe and healthy choices, vital to the well-being of our youth, families, and community. This show will guide you, educate you, and inspire you to be a part of a solution and to reach out and help make a difference in our communities. What began as a local movement in the city of Midlothian grew to include programs throughout Ellis County within only a few years and eventually expanded to neighboring Johnson County, Texas. So here we are. Here we are. I'm Tiffany Carlin, owner of Joko Community Radio. I'm also a uh, member of the REACH Coalition here for Johnson County and so proud to be. We've really got to be in touch with our youth uh, and always looking for more members. So if you are interested in serving on this coalition with us, just just reach out to us and uh, I'll have Sherry or Carrie share uh, where they can email you or the website they can Absolutely. go to as well um, so that they can find out more information. There's no dues. It's free. This totally is free. so yeah. important to our communities to uh, to be working together to take care of our youth um, and keep them healthy uh, in the coming years. So uh, to my right again, uh, we have the wonderful Carrie Wiggins and Shari Phillips. <laughs> and in the in the sandwiched in the middle is our beautiful <laughs> guest today, um, Julie Poole. So welcome back. Thank you. Yeah. Well, just just to speak on uh, the meetings and everything, we have a meeting coming up this next we Tuesday. Do. We have a coalition meeting coming up on Tuesday um, of this next week, mm-hmm. and it's from 12 to 1, and we're going to start off the new year looking into different focus groups and work groups and what we can do within our community to really reach the kids in there because they, again, we had talked about dealing with COVID and the increase of things that we're seeing. And so we're looking for definitely more members um, come in. You don't have to pay a membership due. You you don't have to do anything if you just we want, want you to, to listen come have in. a voice. Yeah, have but a come voice. And have a voice and tell us what you're observing with with you know a teen that you know or a youth that you know or even your own, so that we can provide those services and we can get out there and put you know as we like to say put boots on the ground and really yes. start helping because we're almost a year into COVID mm-hmm. and their worlds have been turned upside down Yes, and you don't know in so many households how that has affected right. them. You know, some it's been, Oh, well, you know, I haven't seen, I haven't been affected by it and some are deeply affected by it. And so how the kids react, if you're seeing an, an uptick in alcohol 
vaping, marijuana, opioids, Mm -hmm. prescription drugs. Mm -hmm. We forget about, you know, the dentist prescribing us. Sorry, dentist out there. Don't mean to get on to y'all or anything. (laughs) But, you know, prescribing five days worth of pills and they take two and you've got it sitting in your cabinet and a kid comes along and takes an opioid. Right. And so it's really about having a voice, you know, tell us what problems you have, because we have a lot of services. We partner with a lot of people mm-hmm. in order to get the services out there, to get the education out there, to provide what we can provide. And if we can't provide it, then we will refer you. Mm-hmm. We have no problems working with other agencies or other groups or anything like that to refer and say, you know, this, this person needs help. Yeah. yeah, and there's so many different different uh, I say coalitions or uh, community organizations. We may all work on a on a common goal, and so it's an opportunity for us to to work together uh, to see something through. I know you know here in Burleson before COVID hit, we were in the process of working on a smoke free air ordinance for Burleson, mm-hmm. and then looking you know to expand that through uh, our communities in in Johnson County and bringing awareness about vaping, having uh, permanent drop boxes you know at our exactly. our law enforcement department so uh, community members would have a safe place to safely dispose of medication so it doesn't end up in our landfills and our water supplies and things so there's a lot of different things that the coalition uh, works on and uh, so we would we would love to have you and then also we're still at this time still doing virtual meetings yes they are still virtual until further notice yes but, we would love uh, to be able to meet in person but absolutely. right now we we're, we're playing it safe we want everybody to be healthy and, and all in our community so and, do you, you know. sign up to go like okay so I'm a mom so I because I'm, I'm thinking of just three groups today that I'm on on Facebook and this morning literally on all three of them there were parents that were saying I just don't know what to do my adolescent child my teenager my mm-hmm. this it's just mood swings it's so different and not your typical you know hormonal hormonal stuff this is like yes it's like there has been some like something and that's that fear with the COVID situation is that it's affected even if you haven't your family maybe financially it's a home that hasn't Mm. been affected yet great point Um, you know but but emotionally your child is experiencing fear and Mm -hmm. and a child that hasn't experienced fear on this level you know so I, I noticed that just today of just you know gosh that's three different mom groups on Facebook and there's three different parents that are asking the same things and there's lots of comments you know because it's not just that mom you know there's so many parents going through it so what would they do like what would they do I mean I know how I you've invited me so I you know I know but how would just these other moms do that well we do have a Facebook page called reach across Johnson Mm -hmm. County and they can come and make a comment they can also send direct questions to me okay Um, my email and my phone number are on there I will be glad to return emails and get them invited and give them the information on the meetings or have a conversation about anything that's going on okay. and to see if we, within reach, can can offer a service. And if we can't, then, again, work with the different partnerships that we have. Yes, we, we encourage so, people to use this as a resource because if right. we if it's not something that, that we're able to take care of, we will find you know, something Absolutely. or you know, a contact for you to, to reach out to um, and get you know, what is needed. You know, we bring in people a lot of times, you know, for various trainings. We just recently did the coping skills and and things on the, on the radio show. We've talked about 
uh, the adolescent brain. Uh, so there's that was there's a fun so, joke. One yes. of it, it's still it is still one of my favorite. <laughs> yes. I, I tell everybody, don't worry about it. Your kid's brain's mush right now. It'll come. It'll come, <laughs> it'll back. come back. It'll come back. Hopefully sooner than later. But sorry, that's not the answer. <laughs> so definitely. But anyone that reaches out, um, if I'm not sure myself where to send them, I'll reach out to Sherry mm-hmm. or we have a whole team. Oh yeah. Okay. And we actually, in Johnson County, now have youth recovery coaches. Mm-hmm. And they're going to actually be at our meeting on Tuesday to give a, a quick detail of what they do and what you can, you know, how they can help your child. And they offer many different programs. Oh, yes. It's not just a recovery from substance abuse. It could be, you know, um, like we said, mental health. They mm-hmm. could, if there's something going on, and not shy away from that. That's, right. that's the main thing. When you say mental health, everybody instantly goes to the, the negative because yeah. it's stigma. a stigma. Mm-hmm. But it's a very true situation, especially with our kids these days. Yes. Because like you said, it's unknown. Mm-hmm. Because we've had, a, we've had a pretty good run. So, yes. you know, it's unknown. And the fear of the unknown. And so... That's why I think even just yeah. seeing those moms communicate that on Facebook today, even that in itself is huge. Because at least it gives moms... A, that you know that confirmation okay it's not it's not just my child like this really is happening um and then y'all do the um all the sex education stuff in joshua at least or whatever y'all go not sex education that's the wrong word what is the term that i should be using we do we do life skills life Life skills skills. (laughs) okay But we we also do a lot of good programs through. I had a reason for telling you that. I really did. It was a compliment, not to say that y'all do that. But my daughter, when when this morning on the way, she said, "Now wait, you're going on the radio for what?" And then I said, "Well, the Reach Council did it." And she was like, "Oh, well, they yeah, they they've talked to us. Yeah, they come." And I was like, "Uh huh, yeah, I know." Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Yeah," and they talked to us. And she was like, "The biggest thing that they tell us is just about our decision making." And they talk Absolutely. to us about our decision making. Yeah. So making good choices. Kudos, yeah. kudos that to y'all. That, that <laughs> was yes, that is. And she was like, just all of our different decisions. And she went through the you know litany of all the things that that you talk about with decisions. But I thought our okay. educators are going to love to hear mm-hmm. that they're listening. <laughs> yep, they are listening. They are listening. Yes, you know, and we have some really really great all of our programs i i really get behind i mean there's not one that i would say uh you know that's not how it is our educators they put so much time and so much effort and so much love that goes into it because they want to reach these kids and you know we have a a pig lung that we do a class on Mm -hmm. and it's made for you know kindergartners they they get a, a different version and then the older kids get different and then so on and so on and that has been a big impact and we have um it's emma yeah, it emma, yeah, emma yeah. loves doing the pig lung presentations but it's making an impact yes and it's and they do it in a fun way and interactive way now that they're on zoom you know because that's the, you the know, new the, normal the new norm right now that's how they're getting into classrooms and so they're still able to do that, and they're putting together their shows and their podcast, and it, it's really amazing because that is definitely something that we love to hear because you don't get some of that feedback, right? You know, a lot of times. We well, don't. and I don't know that if I wouldn't have been so. on Shack that I would even know how much. You know, I, it's easy for me to look at what the Washington State is doing and teaching, and then me going, "Oh my goodness, I'm so glad I'm in Texas," and that I know, you know 
kind of exactly what they're teaching in our classrooms. But, you know, Shaq kind of educated me uh, on that, uh, right. you know, to to know what exactly was going on for me to have that to go. Oh, I'm so thankful because I've seen, you know, what they're teaching in Washington State. And it's something completely different, you know, and the approach is completely different than oh, wow. than how you guys are doing it. So um, I'm thankful for that. So yeah. well, awesome. the, I think Cassie our main thing is to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, being able to be be honest with the kids and giving them truthful answers and not just saying just don't do this. Uh-huh. But, you know, give them the facts to where they can uh, make uh, intelligent you know, decisions for yourself or, you know, and to tell them, you know, again, your choices will have consequences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if you got to be able to live with that. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Well, message was heard. So okay. that, that's okay. good. At least, that's, in, least in eighth grade. <laughs> hey, that that's, good. that's a good that age works. to do that. Yeah. Hey, and just so there were, we, we do actually have a lot of parent presentations that, that we do. We've got a really good hidden in plain sight where we set up our mock bedroom and have parents walk through and see if they notice anything out of the norm and then we go behind them and show them all the things that they've missed that are just right there out in the open that you mm-hmm. really should be you know aware of mm-hmm. of what's there mm-hmm. things that you don't think of i yeah. mean some things like the sweater or yeah. the sweatshirt that we had talked about hoodies having the vape oh, the vape, yeah, the vape in, pins built in, their, in yeah built in their hoodies i was like who thinks of that right yeah. you know highlighters well, that was you one. Of, that was one of my questions. And so. when we brought up the vaping situation with the in the shack committee, that's what I said. I said, "Why is it every day there are students? You know, because uh, I have kids in my car all the time or in my house, and they always are saying, yeah, they're they're vaping at school. Yeah. They're vaping in the bathroom. They're vaping mm-hmm. in the hall.' And in my mind, I can't wrap myself." my head around and that's what I vocalized probably too much they might not have me back on this check that might be what it is but but I would say like how like how is it I mean you know and then I heard about the highlighter stuff and the stuff that they could it could be so disguised and that's where the, those were the conversations that started taking place that got us so deep into the vaping that we were like hit this head on you know there's yeah. no reason we shouldn't be three years down the road from now going maybe we should have done more about vaping you know yeah, i mean it's right it's huge I, yeah. I, th- I think uh i think sometimes as parents you know or just as adults in general as we get older we forget all the things that we, <laughs> we did, did. And, <laughs> and how creative we got in order yes. to get away with some things and today for our kids it's even it's really it's easier, easier. for them because mm-hmm. their their technology is it's so advanced. Yes. I mean, oh, yeah. you can't hide smoking a cigarette in the hallway of a school. Right, right. Uh, there's just no way to do that. But right. you can. But when you've got something that's electronic. And it doesn't smell. Doesn't, doesn't smell. smell or unless you, good. Or it smells good. Right. Looks like a school supply. Exactly. <laughs> <Right>. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it changes, uh, it changes the, the, the whole system of what we have to, what we have to do and look for as parents. Yes. But they're there. Those yeah. safeguards really are there. And it's shows like this and then the coalition and Shaq. It's it's it just getting that communication out there and getting parents to talk. Um, and uh, definitely, number one, getting parents to admit and realize you can never say not my child. Exactly. Oh, so absolutely. You cannot say it. Um, it. It's just, but my kid's a straight A student uh-huh. and my kid's, you know, never happened. their GPA yeah. uh-huh. is great and uh-huh. they play football and uh-huh okay yeah right yeah, all exactly. right <laughs> and i think that's how that's some of those exactly. parents were that we were like what do you mean like what do you parents are like, what do you mean they're vaping at school like the teachers would this they would go down you know and it was and it's like 
no, they have them all fooled, you know, like, yeah, and, right. and you're probably getting fooled too, you we, know? We, yeah. we smoked cigarettes. Right. <laughs> yes. That's when we were in high school. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and, and other people smoked pot. Yes. Others, yeah. <laughs> when right. they were in school, they were taking pills or, mm-hmm. you know, Involved other things that they were doing. I mean, mm-hmm. this isn't new. Right. No. They, I think that just some, like I said, they get stuck in the mindset that... They'll Not be, my kid. They'll never pull anything over my head. Right. There's just no way. And they're hiding yes, they so will. much in oh, yes. their That's phone. Fun. Like, oh, there's oh, still yes. world we don't even know no. unless you're snooping. You know, that is going on in there. And you should. And you should, yeah. Yeah. And you should snoop. You're paying for yeah. it. You definitely and, should. Yeah. It's so Absolutely. interesting. <laughs> I, have this, I have this conversation with other parents on a regular basis. Uh, I really try to be friends with the parents of who my kids are hanging out with. Yes. Yes. It's not always possible, no. but you at least try and have that relationship yes. and have open mm-hmm. communication. I feel very blessed for the friendships that I do have where, uh, you know, at least one of my kids is hanging out. One of my teenagers is hanging out with. Right. And so you get to talking and you're like, okay, so why weren't they, well, how come they didn't go to that bonfire? Where was your, you know, kid? Mm-hmm. What's going mm-hmm. on there? Mm-hmm. Um, and so then you start to hear the different, com- the same complaints that the kids have, they're complaining to that parent too. Well, I have a right to privacy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's that's my favorite one right Sorry. now. Well, I have a right to privacy. A good I have one. a right um, to not pay for that film. That's exactly <laughs> it. That's, that's okay. where, I'm, I'm sorry. See, there is no privacy. That's right. Um, that's my phone. Yeah, exactly. I paid for it, and I pay for the ongoing service exactly. that you have every month. Right. So there is no there is no privacy. Right. Well, I should have some. Okay. At those times. I'll knock on your door before I walk in. Mm-hmm. That's the privacy that you get. That's it. You know, that's right. the extent. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. sorry. And it's to protect you. Right. And it's, it's hard. And for, that's the key too, because, yeah. you know, we've got to tell our kids, you know, we can't always be your friend. Oh yeah. But we're your parent and we are, we are there to protect you and to guide you until you're at that stage where you can make these decisions, you know, safely on your own. And Confidently. So, and you'll get, and you'll get there. I, I, mm-hmm. I mean, we, I think we all try and have that conversation. I will be your friend. I want to be your friend. Just not right now. Right. That's exactly. We're in parenting mode here. Right. When, when you're on your own, you know, and I'm not paying for college or, <laughs> or your upkeep cell phone. on your vehicle or your cell phone. I mean, it, then it's a, it's a different yeah, story. Tell you to clean your room. Yeah. And- I, right. yeah, I want to be your friend, but I also want you to have a, a healthy fear of Absolutely. me, too. I Absolutely. mean, in the same way that, mm-hmm. you know, God is to his children. Absolutely. You know, it's, the, it's the same relationship, you know, that he... he he knows what's best for you. You know what's best for your child. So you're putting up those boundaries so that there is, there should be that healthy fear. Which, by the way, healthy healthy boundaries with your children should never end. Oh, never. That, that's I an agree. ongoing thing. Yeah. Whether you're you're their, you become their friend or their confidant uh, as they get older. That that should stay, yes. and that's very important for your kids' health and for your parental health. Yes. <laughs> It, you have to have bound, you have to have boundaries. Absolutely, you really do. I mean, we see it even in adult children that when they weren't able to stop some of these issues, the drug issues, uh, the alcohol abuse issues at a younger age, that gets worse as they get older, yes. uh-huh. and that becomes even harder because then uh, lots of times you become an enabler. Yes, right. and right. so the bound you can't stop at the boundaries, and that part doesn't stop. And so to explain that to your kids too. Um, when they're under 18 that, hey, you know, I'm trying to keep you from having a problem later in life because I don't think that I'll be able to to be here like this and right. to help you because I have to have healthy boundaries too. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's difficult. I mean, that is a really hard 
you know, conversation to have with your kids and, and then to actually implement it. Yes. I, and I'm already yeah. like talking to myself in my head, you know, that if, if that were something that, you know, I face with my kids later on, you don't want to just, you know, you don't want to feel like you're abandoning your kid. No, right. right. No. But you're always growing. I mean, I, you know, like you said, oh, my job yeah. in my former life. And then, you know, I'm the same way. Like you go through so many journeys, Definitely. you know, and so right. your kids are going to do that, too. Like I'm never I've never arrived. You know, I'm right. always just Definitely. growing, you know, and keep growing. So well, I think it's easier for, as you know, for us as adults that we can look more like you know, the five, the 10 years, 20 years down the road where we're not with our kids, they're doing good to, you know, think of next month, next year right. and, yeah, you know, and things like that. But, um, you know, and parenting things you know, hard. It is hard. <laughs> Definitely. It's a tough job. It's tough. It's tough. It, it is, is a Definitely. tough job. <laughs> and, you know, and especially right now with our high school seniors, mm-hmm. our high school seniors last year, you know, they had worked and looked forward to everything for so long, and then it just blew up. Yeah. yeah. And so now we've got high school kids now that are like, are we even going to have prom? Right. Are we going to have this? Or, you know, And you're thinking, okay, we just want you to do good in school and, you know, abide by the rules. And But that's a very real fear. It's a real thing. For, yeah. yeah. It's a real thing for them. Well, and that's something that so. when you do get into high school, that's one of the things that the kids look forward a, to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a pinnacle of high school yes. to, to a lot of kids. And so that goes back to, you know, having a healthy relationship with your with your kids. is, And it's hard, mm-hmm. you know, having a relationship with anyone, your kids, your spouse, God, mm-hmm. um, can always be a difficult time. Almost definitely. It's mm-hmm. not going to be easy. And it's something that you have to work at. And sometimes it's easy to put your hands up and say, "Oh, I need a timeout." I'm I'm looking at my <laughs> se- my senior because my daughter's a senior this year, and she's uh, she's asynchronous, so she's virtual and can do school whenever she wants during the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and and she's a worker. I mean, she works really really hard. Number one at school. I mean, she's you know the straight a student and she's just brilliant and all those things, but she has a job too. Mm -hmm. And that's become super important to her as Mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. Um, But trying to hold that back because she's asynchronous at the same time to go, Hey, listen, you don't need to work 40 hours a week. Exactly. Okay. I mean, you know, it's impressive though. (laughs) Oh yeah. I mean, it really, really is. I said, but you, she goes, but I'm balancing it all well. And I said, well, I know you think you're balancing it really well. And I'm really proud of everything that you're doing, Mm -hmm. but you also have to have downtime. Yes. Mm -hmm. You have to have that too, because you have to have time to do your laundry and you have to have time to play, you know, play, you know, whatever that is and be a kid and try and explain that to your kids in, at the, in the teen years. Um, be a kid as long as, as you can. can. Oh, You're going to work for the yes. rest of your I mean, life. Seriously. Right. It's right. work forever. You will work forever, so enjoy <laughs> yeah, it now. I, yeah. I think that it's different. Our generation, our, the parental generation, we grew up so differently. Right. I yeah. mean, when I was 17, yeah, I mean, I wanted to work as much as I could because mm-hmm. I had to pay for my own exactly. stuff. Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. I was one of seven kids. It's it's not the same. No, it's not the same for everybody, for everybody's everybody. situation is different. Yes. Do, do, let me let me rephrase that because some people do have that that situation going on, and God bless but it, them. But it's hard for you in that situation when she's striving to yes. achieve so much and doing so well, right. and then you're going pull back, reel it in, reel it in. Yeah. yeah. But that's that healthy healthy balance, exactly. right? You know, and and just get. trying to teach. So yeah. I, I mean, I think she got it a little bit. She wasn't happy about it, but but she's doing it. But I'm looking at her and I'm going, this is already like this is already mm-hmm. what her first year of college is going to be gonna, like. Right, right. That's with my high school senior, same thing. He has a job and he loves 
he loves his job. He loves making the money. But it was also a teaching moment of you, you've got a balance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just work and school. You still have home responsibilities. You mm-hmm. still, you know, when you get to college, like you said, it's the first year. We're seeing what they're going to do. Uh, totally. And it, but it's disappointing because that's not what I we know. wanted their college experience to be no. like. No. And you're paying a right. lot of money for it to right. be online. And there are a lot of, that's a whole nother show. <laughs> yeah, completely. <laughs> well, yes. we will have you back for that <laughs> show for sure. She's like, please, because I need to have that conversation. <laughs> like, talk. I need like to big have. time. I told, uh, you know, Mackenzie and I were, you know, talking about all that and, um, uh, you know, she's, I mean, she's okay. I mean, she says she's okay with not being in school. I mean, she's just digging being at, you know, home and, uh, and I, you know, prom, I don't know about Joshua, but Burleson has, uh, we have tentative dates for all of our stuff for prom and for graduation. I'll have to check with Joshua. I don't know if we do. I think that we do. But they're, I don't know that they're published. Uh, yeah, I don't know yeah. about prom. I don't, I don't think ours either. I just saw yeah. it in the, in our parent senior, you know, group yeah, talking about group. it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm, same thing. I'm praying in, you know, every yes. way that we possibly can that we can give them some sort of normalcy. I, I mm-hmm. wish, uh, I haven't promoted it yet, but I am going to do this. And this is an idea for Joshua that we could bring the graduates from 2020 and merge them in to have one big prom. Oh, yeah. Uh, I yeah. think it would be cool. That you would know, be, to give, I would think that's great. To give yeah. them that opportunity. So I'm going to throw that out there. I, that may put a wrinkle in their tentative dates and locations. Well, <laughs> all you can do is get told no. And, you know, at least at least you tried. And at least, you know, like you said, if so, you reach, if that means something to somebody in that group, then, you know, it's, it's worth asking. It's and seeing, always you know, worth sure. asking. And they can tell you no. We get a lot right. of no's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. True. but you got to ask. ask. You got to ask. You have, yeah. to be, you have to ask. You have to be vocal, vocal, and that's what Shaq is about. That's what Reach is about yeah. is uh, putting it out there. Because if we don't put it out there, who will? Yeah, exactly. This is true. So. And can you believe we're, you we're, know, we're down to the last minute now of the show? No, I really, that was really, really fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah we told you. That's really, how quick really it goes. Um, so but I will be on the Zoom for the, co- for the coalition. That's perfect. Week, so and, I'm excited and about that. Again, people can go to Reach Across Johnson County Facebook. It has mm-hmm. my email and my phone number on there. Messages through Messenger. Um, yeah. Messengers, mm-hmm. yeah. I will check them. I will follow up on them. Um, you know, just to get you involved. Here, have your voice. Mm-hmm. Have your say. We welcome. And we welcome diversity. That's yeah, something, absolutely. too, that I really want to point out there that... We, we welcome everyone. Well, all those is, parents you know, on the Facebook page, get in there. reach out. These are Absolutely. good tools. Very and good it's, tools. It's literally forward slash reach across Johnson County. That's how you can find it on Facebook. So thank you guys for joining us this week. We're back and we'll be back again live next week uh, with, with another topic. Yeah, we've got Teen Ambassadors. All right. Have a great day, guys. God bless. From Burleson to Venus and Grandview to Godley, this is the voice of Johnson County, Joko Community Radio.